Hi, love. This is Dawn, and you're listening to Dear Divorce Diary with my coach, Dawn, where we explore the post-divorce life and you, the woman who lives it. We cover everything from trauma during and after divorce to feeling like a stranger in your own life and the new frontier of life as a single woman. Cozy in for the conversations you've been longing to have about this new life. Hi, love. It's so good to be with you today. I have all these things I want to chit chat with you about because it's like we're in this ongoing conversation. (laughs) I want to tell you about my new sofa outside and the pull-ups I did at the gym today. How are things with you? Want to talk about boundaries today? I love this topic because it's so rich and I hope you hear something today that's new and maybe a little different. Because sometimes we just need to hear things a little different for them to click. And so let's do it, right? So boundaries are meant to be a beautiful expression of your authentic self, of what is okay and what is not okay for you. And Brene Brown is someone who really helped me understand so much about boundaries. And then, you know, a lot of what I'm going to say today has been enriched over the years by many teachers. But in its simplified version, a boundary is what's okay and what's not okay for you. Something I think we need to note at the beginning of our chat is that at the point of divorce, We know that divorce is a symptom, like the big symptom of being really, really disconnected or separate from the truth of who you are, right? How many women have said to me over the years, I lost myself in this marriage. And so I know as a trauma-informed therapist and divorce coach, right, that that losing of self happened even before the marriage and that's part of the healing process is the regaining of self the reorienting of self the re-knowing self and so just like when you have a cold this the obvious symptoms are a sore throat and a stuffy nose right when you're getting a divorce the obvious symptom is you have been operating in a separateness from your true self And probably to a certain extent, separate from God or higher power as you understand, you know, I'm not like whoever God is to you. And so when we talk about boundaries, it's impossible to have the conversation without acknowledging that boundaries are an expression of the truth of who you are. So this is a journey, right, to rediscovering that and re-expressing that through boundaries, So just know that your boundaries are going to change over the course of this healing journey because you're going to be moving from more separated from your true self to less separated, right? To to becoming your own greatest cheerleader, loyal to yourself, like really knowing, really in tune with, really humming along with your true nature. And so just know that, that when you get clear about a boundary and ooh, isn't clarity such a good feeling? Like I know what's okay and what's not okay for me. 
Like that clarity is so good, right? But that it's going to change over time. So like just create some space for that. All right. So let's talk about where people get hung up in the execution of setting boundaries. Okay. So when you get clear about what your boundary is, this is okay and this is not okay, then the next step is to express the boundary, right? First, we want to know it. Then we want to express it. But we tend to get a little hung up in the expression. It comes with some fear, right? What happens when I say this thing? So, you know, you want to know how to set boundaries in a relationship, but, but you're afraid to set the boundary, to say the thing. Because when we say the thing, sometimes it comes with separation, right? Meaning it creates some space because people don't always love boundaries. A lot of people aren't going to love what is your truth. They're not going to love that because it's going to change the parameters of the relationship, right? But we have this love-hate relationship with space, right? We need the space. Boundaries are this beautiful thing that help create some space in relationships where there is some stuff going on that isn't working for you. So it's like we need some space, but like we're afraid of the space. We don't like people being mad at us or disapproving of us or suggesting that we are wrong or not okay. And that's because deep down there's a fear that they're right. That's because deep down we feel um, attacked by their disapproval, attacked by their the fact that they don't love what we love, right? Like, so if I say this is not okay with me and this is a true expression of my true self and you're like, well, screw that. Ouch, why don't you love the thing that I know is so good for my true self? Why aren't you loving this with me? Why don't you get it? That hurts, right? So there are all these, so when we set a boundary and we call deep on our courage and your heart's racing, right? And you're going to say the words and you're going to say like, God, this is, you know, is it okay? Like, right, we, the, when we first start setting boundaries, we like, we get all the courage and we say the thing and we're like, is that okay? You know, because it's nerve wracking because disappointing people, making people angry, you can't make someone angry, but people getting angry, um, people reacting negatively to your true self, that's uncomfortable, so that's just a part of the process, love. You're not getting it wrong. You're not doing it wrong. There's um, an adjustment period, right, to really sticking with your true self rather than exchanging your truth for somebody else's version of you. And then the next thing that happens when you know the boundary and you set the boundary, it's to take responsibility for the boundary. And And that part's tricky because so often we want to know the boundary and set the boundary and then have the people do the, do the hard work of adapting to the boundary, right? But the real hard work is ours, right? The real hard work is being so fiercely loyal to your own truth that you're not expecting someone else to adapt to it. And so that is a tricky thing, right? Because if you've created a boundary that has a built-in expectation of somebody else into it, it's a flawed premise, right? So, so 
if I've created a boundary that says that I'm not okay being in an intimate relationship with someone who can't be sensitive to my worries, my pains, my um, emotional needs. If I have set a boundary that says I cannot be in an intimate relationship with someone who can't sit lovingly next to me even when they disagree with me, then the responsibility is on me to take a step back if they can't do the thing. I have to take a step back and not expect them to be different. And that taking a step back, we rage a little bit at that moment, right? We rage at that moment. Why can't they just? But that's where we get in our own way around how to set boundaries with family, how to set boundaries with friends. How does that healthy boundaries, right? A healthy boundary is one that hinges on my empowerment. It hinges on me trusting that I am on this journey to reconnect, to be reunited with my true self, to be really in tune with my true self, to be really in tune with my higher power, God as you understand him or her, and to let those closenesses, be the rock from which you set boundaries. And anything else, right, that when we get triggered, when um, someone crosses a boundary, when we get offended, when we get in that room, uh, oh, what's the word, ruminating, <laughs> ruminating over, I just don't understand. Why can't they? Why can't they? Why can't they? Why can't they? Right? So like, uh, you know, I told my ex, pick up and drop off happens at seven and they chronically don't adhere to seven, right? And they early, late, tomorrow, next year, I don't know, right? And so when you're ruminating on why can't they just, why can't they just, right? You're focused, your focus is getting pulled to the problem, getting pulled away from your true self, getting pulled away from that rock of empowerment that this whole journey is about you finding and creating and cultivating a life of true love and joy and self-acceptance and harmony separate from what your ex is doing. And so a boundary allows us to turn away from all that drama. It allows us to create some space so we can focus on ourselves. It allows us to create some space so that we can do our own healing work, right? But how many women have said to me, I just want to focus on my kids and focus on my job and focus on building a happy home. And uh, I don't need to focus on myself because I just want to do better for them. And I just want a happy life. And then I have to say, but love, if you don't do the work of setting boundaries for your own self in your healing process, you are going to unconsciously hand down these same limiting beliefs, limiting self-worth, relationship traumas to your children, even when that is the opposite of your intention, if you don't learn to set these beautiful, healthy boundaries and be willing to champion them yourself, you are going to hand down all of this to your tiny humans. And I know you don't want that. And if you don't set these beautiful boundaries to take care of your needs and your desires 
you're going to keep attracting the same style of relationship. And so when you ask what are normal relationship boundaries, a normal relationship boundary is an expression of your true, truest self, which is about knowing what you like, what you don't like, what you want and don't want, what's okay, what's not okay, what brings you joy, what causes you pain, and sticking to those, right? So for everyone, they're going to be different. But what happens when we get into relationship is we start giving away little pieces in order to keep relationship, right? So we surrender our relationship with ourselves in order to maintain our relationship with someone else. And that's how the separation from self happens over and over again, right? So a normal relationship boundary has a lot to do with how I stick to the truth of who I am. I love waking up without an alarm clock and I love reading and I love coffee on the patio and I love going to yoga and I love, right, and it doesn't matter if I'm in relationship, I'm going to keep doing the things I love, maybe sometimes with the person, maybe sometimes not, but I'm going to be clear about what brings me joy and I'm going to do the things and I'm not going to stop being with me because I want to be with you. And these are the types of boundaries that a woman needs to have so that she doesn't get lost in her relationship with her significant other, with her children, with her family, with her employer, right? Because women tend to be nurturers, caretakers. And when that goes to everyone else before it goes to self, that's when we get lost. That's when we get so lost that we're no longer standing in our power, that we're no longer feeling confident in charge of ourselves. We're no longer coming from an open heart. We're coming from a place of exhaustion and fear and like there's not enough, not enough of me and not enough of you and not enough time and not enough money and not enough space, right? And that's because we've separated from ourselves at that point. So we've started with, a boundary is what's knowing what's okay and what's not okay. Being able to express that and then being able to champion it for yourself, with yourself, and the people who are standing in your corner, right? You have champions with you, right? You have your your spiritual champions, right? Your higher power. You have your girlfriends, your therapists, your people who are saying like, you've got this. We can see you clearly. I can see you clearly, I can see that you have so much strength and power and that you've just been giving it away, love. And a boundary is a way to take it back and to say, I'm going to be over here standing in my power and trusting that if I keep standing in my power enough times, I am going to feel strong as, I was going to say a curse word, (laughs) really strong. (laughs) But you know that pull-up I did today? I didn't say I'm going to go to the gym and learn to do a pull-up and do a pull-up the next week, right? It took me six months of training consistently to feel strong, to be strong enough to do two and a half, (laughs) you know? So that's the idea is that we have to stand in our power enough times that then we feel strong doing the thing. 
but give yourself time and grace and allow yourself guides to coach you into those places. And when you notice that you're focused more on what somebody did to to step over your boundary versus what you can do to stay true to your boundary, know that your gaze has shifted to the wrong place, right? I want you to stay more focused on how you can continue to be empowered and strong versus how other people, what they're doing or not doing. Because there's always going to be a quote unquote villain out there, right? Who is, who is going to draw your attention, and a boundary is just a way for you to put some space between you and, you know, the, the people that you perceive as a bit villainous in your life so that you can do your thing and trust that you're worth doing your thing and you don't have to be perfect and you don't owe them anything. And all of this is a way for you to be more loving, more complete, more whole. So this is your invitation to continue to come back to yourself as a means to loving yourself and the people around you well by saying what's okay and what's not okay and being a champion of that cause. I love you so much. I believe in you so much. Thanks for being here and for listening and for having the hard conversations. Peace. Dear Divorce Diary is a podcast by My Coach Dawn. You can find more at mycoachdawn.com.